Welcome to the Trevor Turnbull Show, where you'll hear vulnerable, honest stories that will inspire you to embrace your mess and live your best life. Welcome to episode number one of the Trevor Turnbull Show. And I'm Trevor Turnbull, of course. If you're watching me on YouTube right now or any kind of video streaming platform, you're going to see my, my background and my setup here. If you're not, and if you're listening uh, via any of the podcast channels that are out there, welcome. I'm so excited for you to be here, for me to introduce myself to you and what you ultimately will get out of this podcast. So let me first of all start off by saying that the vision of this podcast was something that I had in mind years and years ago. And in fact, I had a false start on a podcast about six years ago. It was called the WP Authorities Podcast. And it was really centered around featuring and doing interviews with people that were creating influence online. They had built authority websites. And we really kind of dove into the technical stuff. And it just never kind of caught legs. I don't know if it was partly because of just the inspiration of it. I wasn't really feeling like I was 100% behind it. Or maybe it was just, you know, the timing in my life. You know, I, I just wasn't ready to commit to a podcast regardless. And whatever my beliefs were at that time, here we are today. And this recording is being done on a Saturday when I was planning on doing my first official interview for the podcast with my longtime best friend. His name's Michael Lasky. Take a look for that episode because you'll see it linked up either on YouTube or in your favorite podcasting platform, but we weren't able to do it. And the reason why I'm telling you that is because I had a couple of choices to make here this morning. I could either look at this as a failed day and something that, you know, I had all these plans. We had actually pre-planned our interview about three weeks ago. And, you know, we're both busy. We both have uh, kids and families and, and, you know, work to do and all that kind of stuff. And it just never came to fruition. And there's lots of reasons for it. Partially, he forgot that his wife's sister's birthday was today, which was uh, an oversight that, you know, obviously this friend of mine is actually over in Slovakia. So the time of day for me was early morning and him was later in the afternoon. So clearly he wasn't going to be able to do it just with his scheduling. And then for me, life just happened to get in the way, right? We recently ordered some new appliances for the house And they happened to all come today and they happened to come exactly when we were planning on recording. So again, you know what? I had two choices to make here. One is to look at all of these things that went wrong, find an excuse to not do something. My one thing today, my one thing was all about recording episodes for my podcast. And here I am in front of you doing exactly that. And the reason why I go into that as a first story to introduce myself and to introduce this podcast is that... One of the main focuses in doing this podcast, one of the main drivers is to help people change the way that they think. So your beliefs are powerful. Whatever you believe to be true is absolutely true. And again, I had choices to make this morning. Do I choose to believe the negative and the downside of what was happening and all the things that seem to be conspiring against me starting my podcast? Or do I believe to be true that it gave me the space to be able to do this recording? And I'm doing this recording right now. You might even notice behind me here, if you're watching on YouTube, we've got this beautiful ohm symbol on the wall. This is what we call our meditation room in our house. And it's really tucked away in the back corner where it's nice and quiet and it's away from everything. So you know what? The kids are outside right now. We've got a guy here, a gas fitter that's uh, hooking up our new stoves and everything too. So I found a quiet space. I put up a light. 
I got my microphone and all my setup all set up and here we are, right? And again, it's about taking action and I want to be able to inspire other people to do this, but I also want to use this podcast as an accountability uh, tool for myself because I know and I teach this with the kind of clients that I work with that you know, the name of the game is really just taking action and moving uncomfortably through those situations that you maybe believe you can't do or that your mind is going to trick you into saying you're not good enough. There's a reason why all these things are happening. You shouldn't even do this, you know, and I'm being transparent and saying that like all of this stuff has come up for me even over the last like three months when I was about to launch this and thinking, should I even do a podcast? Who's going to listen to my podcast? What should I name my podcast? That was a whole spiraling crazy that quite frankly is still kind of sitting there for me because I'm considering what I might call this show in the future. And, you know, I juggled with all kinds of names like the truth show or the truth or bull show kind of playing on my name and whatnot. And at the end of the day, I ended up landing on just my name, the Trevor Turnbull show, because if I could speak to the, the ultimate vision of doing this and one of the main drivers for me doing this podcast It's really about having a platform that I can leave a mark, a legacy for my kids to be able to listen to years later. And hopefully, as they get a little bit older, they're inspired to want to come and listen to my episodes on a weekly basis or however often I end up publishing through this platform because they see it as another educational tool, something that can inspire them to be the greatest versions of themselves. And... That is what's really driving me. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be using as my fuel to be able to bring on amazing guests that are there to really share their authentic, vulnerable truth, their messy journey along the way to being able to get to where they are today. And just to be clear, my intention with this podcast, especially as it relates to doing interviews, is not to just bring on the ultra successful people that we see in the media and the news and all that kind of stuff. It's to bring on you know, everyday people that have gone through tragedies in their life, whether they're, you know, physical deaths, losing people, or just simply a death of their own identity, and how they've been able to, you know, reshape or reframe those experiences into something that can become a part of their greatest strength, something that makes them resilient, something that they're able to see those those moments that can easily tear somebody down and flip the script, see the you know, the duality in all situations. And you know what? From a guest perspective, I've already got a big list of people that I'm going to be interviewing on exactly that. These are people that are friends of mine that have been in my world for decades. These are people that I consider friends slash colleagues that are in the digital marketing, online marketing space that I've been in now for the last 15 years. It's people that I work with currently in the company that I'm a shareholder in and the head of growth for, which is called Irrational. We have some amazingly talented people within our own group that I want to be able to have conversations publicly, ones that mirror the kind of amazing conversations that we have behind the scenes on a daily basis. And that's just a handful of things. Of course, I will bring you some amazing guests, people that you do know their names as well. I won't call out any of those right now, but I'm already in you know, the communications of getting all those, those first interviews lined up. And I'm going to bring on some of my clients as well, because one of the things that I've learned over the years is that my clients have a wealth of knowledge to share. And these are anything from leadership coaches to, you know, people that 
run animation design studios to uh, fashion consulting businesses to franchise brokering. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff like IT service companies, managed service providers. Uh, we've worked with people that run agencies, of course, people within our collective group of our parent company, which is called Republics. Also, some amazing, amazing people that I want to introduce you to that have a wealth of knowledge to share just around you know, their own personal journey. And as an interviewer, one of my goals is to really master the art of asking questions and really creating a safe environment to have somebody truly share their vulnerable, honest truth. Because I know that when they do that, it, it num- number one, it frees them. It gives them the opportunity to say, wow, I spoke about that publicly. It's now a part of my story. It's something that I get to embrace as opposed to maybe something that they might be ashamed of right now. And, you know, at the end of the interview, I want these people to be able to say, I've never talked about that before. That's something that I've been meaning to share, but I felt like I couldn't do it on my own. I get to be that interviewer that helps those people tell those stories with the intent on on saying inspiring stories to inspire others to share their story. So that's kind of the overall vision. And then, you know, as far as the other segments and stuff that I plan on doing from a podcasting and, and, uh, you know, a video perspective, because I will, you know, probably 90% of the time do these via video in addition to just audio. And the goal is to, again, give me a platform to be able to share some of my background and my experiences and the journey that I've been on. So about three years ago, I actually hit a point in my business where for the better part of a decade, I was selling online courses, right? So I was teaching people how to leverage online marketing, how to leverage social media, social selling, this type of thing. I had a program that was called Linked Influence, and I'll get into the details of how that all became and, you know, my connection and interaction with Lewis Howes over the years and the collaboration that we did on a platform called Sports Networker. But then it evolved into a program that I called the 30-Day Sales Machine, And then eventually into a program that I called the Expert Selling Machine, which as of the recording of this podcast, we're currently not selling that program. We have it on hold with a very clear intention as to what the vision and the goal is of our company and the kind of clients that we want to serve, knowing that we will come back and support those solopreneur coaches, consultants, speakers, the people that have so much to give in this world. And yet they're bogged down by having to be everything in their business from the visionary to the marketer to the salesperson to the fulfillment officer to the sweeping the floors person and everything in between. So there's all kinds of stories that I get to tell throughout that journey. And three years ago, like I say, I sat down, I went to a mastermind actually, and it changed my life. It really did. It was hosted by a guy by the name of Scott Oldford. Uh, Scott was somebody that I had been following for about a year previous to that. We had a few chats online interacting through Facebook Messenger and whatnot. And in February of 2018, we already had one son that was just over a year old. I had just taken out a $100,000 loan. I went down to San Diego to go to this mastermind with the full intent on investing with Scott uh, in whatever program he decided to create, because at the time it didn't even exist. So he actually ended up creating this program pretty much the week after going to this mastermind in February. And I was the first one to say I'm in, right? So I think I was probably one of the first five clients to actually sign up for this program that at the time was called Project Nuclear. And I ended up working with a coach by the name of Zion Kim as well. And I only had about three weeks of interaction with the two of them. 
And then uh, a moment in my life happened that I didn't predict. My wife and I had experienced some of these situations in the past, but it was something that we could never prepare for. And that was that our son Bodhi was born. So our son Bodhi was born four months early. He was born on March 27th. He was supposed to be more born in the middle of July, I believe. It was about four months, April, May, June, July. Yeah, about middle of July. And needless to say, it totally rocked our world, right? We had one child that was six weeks early himself and was just over a year old. We were living in a small um, townhouse complex in, in Burnaby in Canada. And prior to that, we had actually lost two other children to preterm birth, one at like 20 weeks and then the other one, or like 19 weeks and then the other one closer to like 23, 23 weeks in like a day or something like that. And Bodhi was born at 23 weeks and six days. The chances of his survival, I forget what the exact stats were, but it was under 10%, if I remember correctly. So the fact that he even survived was just a miracle. But, you know, at that point in my life, I had a choice to make, a really major one, because, you know, I had already accumulated some debts in my business to get it to that point, you know, and this is something I'll speak about too, is that, you know, for the better part of a decade, I spent so much time building my skill set and building my personal brand and building my network and my list and, you know, selling programs and everything. But yet I wasn't profitable. I was actually losing money still. I was making enough money to live, but I was going into debt. I was incurring debt to actually do it. And then of course I took out a big loan right before he was born to invest in Scott's program. So if you've seen the feature video that I have on YouTube. Um, and if you haven't, just take a look in my YouTube channel, you'll find it. There's an even more in-depth in, uh, discussion around kind of the timing of that and the decisions that I made. But ultimately, I decided that, no, like I am committed to my future version of myself. I'm not going to get bought into the story that I might tell myself that this is too risky. I can't do all of this at the same time. I need to stop. Those were some of the things that briefly came into my head but I still remember this in March of 2018, saying to myself, no, I can do all of this. I can have everything that I want in life. I can be an amazing father. I can be an amazing husband. I can be an amazing friend. I can be an amazing brother, son, business person, somebody that stands for other people and holds them up, somebody that can inspire other people to be the greatest version of themselves. And I made a commitment then. Now, I'm not here to tell you that I have all of it figured out or that I've been perfect over the last three years because, you know, it's just not the truth. I'm aspiring to and I'm committed to being accountable to my greatest self. In fact, I have a sticky note right on my computer here that says exactly that. And, you know, without going too rambly on a whole bunch of different stories, there's a number of people that have come into my life over the years that have impacted that. You know, Lewis Howes, of course, I mentioned is, is somebody that enrolled me into a leadership program back in about 2004 or 2005, I believe it was. Yeah, 2005, something like that. And what an incredibly life-changing experience that was. I'll speak all about that in an episode as well. And then, you know, fast forward to that time that Bodhi was born, there was a guy by the name of Nima Romani, Dr. Nima, that came into my life too. And he was introduced to me by Mike, who is my first guest that I'm going to have on the podcast. And, you know, Nima got Sharmila and I, my wife and I, through a very, very difficult time, you know, like we were stretched beyond all means financially with our time, everything going back and forth to the NICU every single day. And it created tension. It created a lot of 
underlying challenges from a communication standpoint that my wife and I both needed support on in order to get through all that time. And Nima was there for us. And then, you know what, like fast forward a little bit further too, I ended up becoming aware of a person by the name of Danielle Grant. And Danielle was somebody that I could see was showing up consistently talking about the importance of mindset and spirituality and really being uh, challenging your beliefs and, you know, asking yourself the question, what do I believe to be true? Why do I believe to, to believe that to be true? What do I want to believe differently? These three questions alone are something that are so incredibly powerful. And it ended up being something that became a cornerstone of the training and the mentoring that we provided to many of our clients. And to this day, Danielle and I still collaborate. You, you might've even seen us on some live streams on LinkedIn. And of course, we do all kinds of videos together and webinars and just all with the intent on being able to lift the consciousness and the, you know, the underlying challenges that people face every single day that are all rooted right here, that have nothing to do with skill set. They have nothing to do with where you live or how you were born or the life that you lived growing up. It has everything to do with how you choose to see each one of those situations. And that's just a small piece of, you know, some of the things that have got me to this point. And I'll dive much deeper into this on some of my solo episodes. I'll have a few episodes that are really geared around telling parts of my story and what I used to believe to be true. And then ultimately how that experience shaped me and, you know, forced me to look at all situations in my life differently. And then I'll, I'll share the truth too. You know, that was one of the other names that I had decided on or, or started to ponder for this podcast was, should I just call it the truth with Trevor Turnbull? And, you know, I didn't want to kind of pigeonhole myself into one specific vertical with regards to my topics, but that was kind of one of the underlying pieces of what I wanted to do was to say, this is going to be a place where the truth is spoken. This is going to be a tr place where the truth doesn't mean that it's absolute either. It just means that the people that are going to be sharing their truth are going to share it from their perspective. They're going to talk about those life experiences, going through failed businesses, failed marriages, losses of loved ones. Of course, you know, the whole pandemic and everything that's happened in the last year alone uh, has created all kinds of turmoil in people's lives, but yet people are thriving. Many people are thriving. Some people are you know, in a terrible situation. And I'm not trying to undermine anything to do with that with regards to the the health concerns and some of the loss that we've seen, you know, specifically around deaths and stuff, but just the massive shift that's happening in the world right now and the choices that we have as human beings to be able to either decide to stay in those ruts and kind of stay down in that place that doesn't want to grow and, and feels like the world is against them and everything's conspiring to stop them and hold them down versus that mindset that is, Everything is happening to me for a reason. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And in fact, I'm just going to uh, flip over to my spreadsheet here really quickly because I've got, as you can imagine, all kinds of notes here that I really want to speak to. So I just actually heard pieces of this on some other podcasts and just in conversations that I've been having lately. But, you know, one of the things that I plan on signing off my all of my podcasts with is, is this phrase right here. Today is a beautiful day of opportunity. Trust that you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. So be grateful, be curious, and be brave. And I say that 
for a number of reasons. One, it's a constant reminder for me. It's an affirmation. When I say that, it, it sinks into my being. I believe it. When I say that, I know that my kids will watch this in the future. And I want them to understand that today is a beautiful day of opportunity. Every day, it doesn't matter. Like me recording this video today, knowing all of the kind of things that went wrong, what a beautiful day of opportunity for me to be able to sit down and record this authentically. It opened the space for me to be able to have this conversation right now. Trust that you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. This is another powerful statement that really just speaks to the idea that, you know, and I'm guilty of this too. For, for the longest time, I've always looked at where I wanted to be and where I was, and I either felt ashamed, I felt anxious, I felt, um, you know, like I wasn't worthy. Like I wasn't successful. And that phrase, trust that you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Like, just think about it for a moment. What a grounding, comforting thought to have that whatever's happening in your life, whatever it is, even if it's something that you see, feel that will be your lowest points that you will ever experience. And I use, you know, my own personal one to date, right? Because I realized that like, there's still a lot of life left to live and I'm going to go through heartache and pain again. But that day that our son was born, Bodie, I just remember that hour when he was about to be born and we didn't know whether he was going to survive. That was my lowest moments. That was my most anxious, my most thought-provoking moment that I've ever had in my life because of the losses that we had had previously, the blessing that we had in having, having our son, Logan, and then feeling like, oh my God, are we going through this again? Is this really happening to us? And again, I had choices. And I remember being in the hospital with Sharmila and choosing to be positive and saying, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Everything's going to work out great. And then seeing that doctor come up to me right after and just trying to read body language, trying to read that person's eyes and understand what was going on. And thankfully the doctor, I th obviously they have lots of experience in knowing this, but you know, as he was walking down the hallway, he was telling us like, everything's fine, right? He didn't want to wait and create the drama of coming up because he thought both of us might have a heart attack. But, you know, just hearing that and the relief that came from it. But again, it was just a reminder that all of this has happened for a reason. Every single loss, every single painful moment that's happened in my life that I've thought, how am I ever going to recover from this was a blessing. And I truly believe that. And I see it and future events that will happen because there will be more loss. There will be more heartache. There will be more failures, but I feel more resilient because I'm able to believe a different story. And I'm choosing to put myself around other people that will hold me high, that won't let me go into a depressed state, that won't let me go into a place of self-doubt. And that's part of the inspiration for this podcast. And then the last couple of pieces on that, be grateful. There's nothing more powerful than gratefulness in this world. If you wake up in the morning and, you know, I'll use myself as an example again, and your kids didn't sleep the night before and they woke you up at three in the morning and they're growing. So therefore they're screaming in the middle of the night and, you know, all the things that you could wake up and go, oh God, and you got a long day and internal meetings and Zoom fatigue and all of these real things just pause for a moment. I can tell you one of the most impactful things for me, just even in the past couple months is to spend 10 minutes listening to a grateful 
uh, gratefulness morning meditation. It's one that I listen to. It's about 10 minutes long. And it really speaks to that mantra that I'm talking about. Today is a beautiful day of opportunity. Trust that you're in exactly the right spot right now. So be grateful. Think about what you have to be grateful for in all situations. Be curious is that second word. And the be curious one, really, for me, what comes down to it is it's about wanting to constantly be a lifelong learner. Somebody that wants to have an open mind with the intention of being the best version of myself to helping shape the best versions of my kids so that they become fulfilled and happy because that's ultimately all we ever want for our kids is for them just to be happy. And then beyond that, to hopefully inspire and motivate other people to take the stories that they're hearing, be able to relate to them in some way and take some positive step in the right direction, something that moves them forward. And I know that the more curious I am, the better I get at asking the right questions, just being very in flow. There's no other way to put it aside from, you know, I know that I'll pre-prepare for every interview and do my research, but my intention, and I'm saying it out loud right now, is to be curious. It's to ask questions that, you know, my ego mind say, that's a stupid question. Why would you ask that? Everybody knows that answer. And just be curious, just be an amazing interviewer. And I'm going to school on this right now. I'm consuming tons of podcast content. You know, the late Larry King is somebody that was long thought of as like an iconic interviewer. And it was really because of that fluid nature of how he had discussions with people. They weren't, you know, he had notes, of course, and I'm sure he had a structure of where he wanted to go with the interview, but he went with the flow and I get to be curious and I do it with the intent on serving myself, serving my kids, and then serving my greater community. Uh, Because I just know that if we can all, just choose to think differently, to believe in the power that each one of us possesses to create the amazing life that we all deserve. What an incredible world it'll be to live in. And that's the kind of world that I want to leave for my kids. And then be brave. So when I say be brave, what I mean by that is that that's pushing down that limiting belief, that voice in a person's head that says, you're not good enough. Who are you to be on that stage? Who are you to reach out and try and request to interview that person? I'm just going to say this out loud right now. You know, I've got my short list here of guests that I want to interview, and I'm just pulling it up on the screen. And I mentioned it includes friends and, and people that I've networked with. I've met some incredible people in the last six months since I've opened myself up to to really connecting with others and, and being introduced to other people, uh, mentors that I've had along the way, you know, people that I obviously know, but that you'll know too, you'll know their names. And I think they'll be able to contribute a lot, but there's also other people that I, that I'm inspired by, right? Dr. Joe Dispenza is one of those people. I first came across his book, uh, breaking the habit of being yourself, which was given to me by again, Mike Olasky as a gift. And I sat it on a shelf for about five years before I finally opened it up. And I just remember reading that and just thinking like, oh my Lord, how did I stay so close-minded to the reality of how we can heal ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, everything just through our thoughts. And it just cracked this nut open of finding other people like Dr. Bruce Lipton, who wrote the book, Biology of Belief. And any of these people, if you just Google their names, you'll see the incredible work that they're doing. There's all kinds of people um, 
I won't even name them all right now, but I have a bucket list of people that I want to talk to because I want to learn from them. I want to help create a platform to be able to share their stories with the world. And if it's the first time that you hear about somebody through my platform, that's going to really feel good. That, that will motivate me. I see the comments on other people that are doing podcasts right now and how amazingly grateful people are to hear a message that, you know, when you really truly start diving deep into all of these topics, you realize that it's a business in a lot of cases too, right? Like Dr. Joe Dispenza, you know, runs a multi-million dollar business serving and helping people with live events and online events and everything. And he's written books and he does speaker tours and he goes on all the podcasts and 95% of the time, what he talks about is the same thing, but it's just the way that it's spoken about the story that's told that helps really have it land for somebody, the way that the interviewer asked the question, the affinity that the viewer has with the interviewer and the tonality and kind of the presence that they have and the way they ask those questions, that's what makes the, the aha moment of like, I get it. I get it. I finally, I heard something that went, whoa, and you change the way you think. That gives me chills. Like I literally get goosebumps thinking about that. And I get to be one of those people for you as well. So I'm just putting that out there into the world in the context of be brave because of course my ego and my limiting belief is going to say, who are you to reach out to these people? Why would they talk to you when they've already talked to 10 other people that have much bigger platforms? But I promise you, I will push through that myself personally. And I get to do this because it creates the example too for my kids, which I'm going to sign off on this actually with a message to them. Because as of the recording time of this one right now, there's four years old and uh, Logan's four and Bodie's three. He's about to turn three in a week. You two boys have been the greatest blessing that I've ever had in my life. And I did not envision you two coming into my world the way that you did. In fact, at all accounts, you know, you shouldn't even be here. You really shouldn't. We've got I'm looking at it right now in this room, in this meditation room, we've actually got some little memorial boxes to the two kids that we lost prior to having those kids. And those kids, and I just look at that and I think about it from time to time, that was the life that we that we envisioned, me and Charmilla. We had two kids and they were both named. One was Ran and the other one was India. We were to have a boy and a girl and it didn't happen. And it was the most devastating thing that a father could ever go through. I felt like a failure both of those times, even though physically I had, you know, um, no direct relation to having any of those situations happen. I just felt like absolutely gutted to my wife, Sharmila too. You were not to blame for those two situations. That was, there was a purpose for all of this stuff. Those things happen for a reason speaking to those true words that I just said here, everything is on purpose. We were exactly where we were supposed to be then. We're exactly where we're supposed to be now. And I love you. And I thank you for being on this journey with me because your strength and your vulnerability throughout all of this has lifted me up. It really has. And, you know, I know we've gone through challenging times over the last five years and Anybody from the outside looking in would go, and rightfully so, <laughs> you have the, the total um, you know, permission to go through what we went through. 
but I couldn't have done this without you. And we would not have our two beautiful boys if not for that experience. And back to you guys, Logan and Bodie. This is being recorded with you guys as part, a big part of the inspiration. I am doing this because I want to help you see things in a different way. Life is going to throw at you all kinds of things from an educational standpoint, from a friendship and a social standpoint. Heck, at this time right now, like we're just starting to see the iceberg of artificial intelligence and, you know, your best friend could be a hologram in the future. Who knows? (laughs) But this world is really an amazing place if you choose to see it that way. And anything is possible. Anything. We will be moving our family to Costa Rica within the next year and a half by September, 2022. And the coronavirus and all of the limitations from a travel perspective have obviously put a little blip in that, but that's all it is. It's exactly how it was supposed to go. We will get there. And we're going there with the intent of a handful of things that I can see right now. There's of course so much more to it, but we're going there to slow down enjoy the sun and the heat to being able to pick both of you up in our open-topped Jeep with the surfboards on top and head down to our favorite break, hop in that water, and daddy will be right beside you as we're all surfing on the waves. That is the life that I envision. That's one piece of it anyways. Of course, that's just the physical side of it. There's also the emotional and the mental and the intellectual side of things and all kinds of other things related to the you know, 12 spokes of life as, as they speak about in life book. Like I say, there's so many things that I'm looking forward to sharing on this podcast. And I didn't intend on this being whatever it is. I think it's probably almost 40 minutes, but I guess I just decided to just speak freely and talk about my underlying intentions. And I'm so glad that you're here. Whoever's watching or listening this right now, there's a reason why you found me too. And I can tell you that I'm committed to helping you live the greatest life that you can possibly live, to be the greatest version of yourself, to stay true and committed to your word, because at the end of the day, we are only accountable to ourselves. And I will be one to lead by example, and I look forward to sharing this journey with you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Trevor Turnbull Show. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please consider subscribing on my YouTube channel and on your favorite podcast platform and leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. Now, until next time, remember, today is a beautiful day of opportunity. Trust that you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. So be grateful, be curious, and be brave.